Hello there, welcome to Revelation from the Heart podcast, bringing you timely teaching from the Word of God. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. I would love to stay connected with you online. You can visit my website at www.paulacornett.weebly.com. From there, you can access my social media links as well as join the mailing list and receive updates right to your inbox. Be sure to like my page on Facebook at Paula Cornett Ministries, follow me on Instagram, or subscribe to my YouTube channel, Revelations from the Heart. I am so excited for what the Lord has in store for you today, and I hope that you will be encouraged by today's message. Well, grab your Bible. Let's get into today's episode. Well, praise the Lord and welcome to this edition of Revelations from the Heart podcast. I'm your host, Minister Paula Cornett. This is episode number 77. Well, we are having a good start off to the new year. I hope and pray that you had a blessed and wonderful Christmas time with your family and friends. I took a bit of a break. Actually, the whole month of December, it was really good to just get refreshed, recharged, and rejuvenated. And so I'm back again with some guests for this month lined up. Last week, you heard a powerful podcast by author, speaker, Ken Chin, where he shared his powerful testimony of how he was healed of COVID-19. If you have not listened to that episode, you want to go back in the archives and listen to last week's episode. It was truly, truly, truly a blessing. And he gives his information on there where you can um, get his book on Amazon and encounter with the healer. Well, this week I have someone with me. I had to get in the pool of the young folks. I wanted to talk to some young folks, some young men to let you know that not everybody is out here doing any old thing, but God has some young people that are serving him. And so we're not without today, but I have a very special young man with me whom I've had the opportunity of knowing practically all of his life. I've known him since he was, I think, six weeks old. And he's a grown man, and when he looks at me in his face, he's grown, but when I look at him, I still see that six-week-old little baby. And so um, he has grown up, and just a blessing, his family is a blessing, and I'm very honored to have him come before you today. For the very first time, I would like to welcome special guest, Adam Ball. Hello there, Adam. Hi, Paul. It's uh, great to be here. Well, so very glad to have you. I wanted to interject as well, he is a recent um, college graduate of Miami of Ohio University, and he um, has helped start Bible studies, led Bible studies, and is in the process right now of actually starting his own Christian podcast. So we look forward to hearing you and uh, having that come about. We definitely need fresh voices in uh, this world today, and he's also recently engaged to a wonderful young lady who I personally love myself. I think he made a fabulous choice and just thank God for that. But I want Adam to first just begin by starting off um, just as he introduces himself. You guys know that listening to this podcast, first time guests always start off by giving their personal testimony. You know, the Bible says in Revelation 12, 11, that they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. So Adam, will you just start off by sharing with the audience your personal testimony of how you got saved? Yeah, absolutely. I'll just uh, jump right into it. I grew up in a Christian household. Uh, I went to a Christian school from kindergarten all the way through 12th grade. Uh, so I was surrounded by Christian friends from the beginning. Uh, I was saved in the third grade and 
I think that was kind of a pretty traditional route for just people at my school. We we're all saved young, you know, uh, but I didn't exactly live like a Christian right away. Uh, obviously at that age, uh, I guess I would describe the next, oh, 15 years or so as just very wishy-washy. Uh, the best way I can put it is I often would try to silo God uh, away in somewhere in my life. I wanted to have a silo for my friends, my family, my academics, and I wanted God to be in his own silo. Mm-hmm. And uh, I wanted him to be there. He often just was in the backseat of my life. I always considered myself a Christian, but I certainly wasn't living like one or making him a priority. Uh, I went off to college at Miami of Ohio, and it's a big party school. I found myself just kind of surrounding myself with people that weren't reflective of really who I knew I was and people closest to me knew I was. Uh, I just found myself drinking a lot and I found myself a slave to lust. I struggled with pornography for years. Um, Ultimately, the Lord has freed me from that, which I thank him for every single day. Uh, But overall, I just just wasn't in a good place. I wasn't who I knew I was, and I was just kind of weighted down by a lot of sin. And so my fiance, who you mentioned, Sydney, I was uh, dating her at the time, long distance. She was down in Nashville, Tennessee. And she was a huge role for me in just kind of getting me to snap out of that. She knew that that wasn't who I was. And she just kind of kept pushing me, sometimes gently, sometimes not so gently. But she knew that I needed to get out of that. Uh, One time when I was visiting her, I visited her pretty often down here in Nashville. And one time I was visiting her and we went to a, it was kind of like a youth group type thing for high schoolers down here. And we attended that with some of her friends. One of our friends was playing in the band. It was just a kind of a night of worship, but that night just ended up being the night for me somehow. Uh, just while we were worshiping, I kind of just had this moment of just, you know, I'm done with this. I'm giving up control. I want to turn my life around. I want to put God first in my life really for the first time. Mm-hmm. And um, I, that, that night was just a huge God moment for me. I, f- I felt his presence for the first time in my life in a physical manner. I just uh, I get emotional talking about it even now, but best way to describe it is I just was overwhelmed with his peace and love in the moment and I'll never forget it. And, you know, I didn't snap out of it right away, but I knew that I was living my life with a purpose now and that he was going to be at the center of it. And I still struggled with some of my past sins, but I knew I was coming out of it. I knew I wasn't going to stay there anymore. Uh, I was baptized later that year, probably a couple months later, kind of a similar thing. I was just in church and I wasn't planning on it that day, but God moved and somehow I was able to follow probably him working through me too. Um, But yeah, really since then, it's just, you know, it's been past probably a year and a half now since being baptized and um, I'm certainly not leading a perfect life, but the Lord has delivered me from a lot of the things that I was a slave to. And I'm just kind of being refined every day. Um, I still struggle with certain things, but uh, God's finally the priority in my life. And I'm just so grateful uh, that he's, he's, he's at the front, he's guiding, and I do my best to follow through the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. You know, it's something that when you come to know the Lord at a young age, and just about mm-hmm. everybody that has come on that has shared their testimony, most of them, that's how they start. Like I was raised in a Christian home, you know, you grow up, you know, all these things. And then somewhere mm-hmm. in there, 
you know, the things of the world kind of try to lure them away. But mm -hmm. they always say, I came back because mm -hmm. that incorruptible seed is in there. So, mm -hmm. you know, all that that you were surrounded by, all the prayers, all the, you know, the, the good Christian people, all that kind of stuff, that that seed was in there. So it's like, I'm sure that when you were doing, you, you just knew you didn't fit in. Like, this just doesn't even feel right. But you mm -hmm. tried to, you know, mm -hmm. you tried to fit in, but it, it just doesn't work. So I thank God that he has set you free from things you know that's the way god is that when he deals with us you know we feel the guilt the shame and just you know but when god deals with us he doesn't he he loves us in his mm -hmm. love there's nothing like his love and once you have an encounter with the presence of god like you said i i never forget it you don't forget it and you mm -hmm. know without a shadow of a doubt that it was god that this mm -hmm. it was god because his love there's nothing that there's nothing that compares you know, to his love. You know, I think about the scripture um, in Daniel 1 and 8, where Daniel says that he purposed in his heart to serve the Lord. And, you know, when they were taken into captivity, it was not just Daniel that was taken, but there were other children, young people that were taken as well. But Daniel made a decision that he purposed in his heart, him and his friends, that they were not going to turn away from God. And so, mm -hmm. you know, it's just such a beautiful you know, just to hear uh, the testimony, that even though that, you know, there was a lure and a pool, but that you came right on back and that you had, thank God for Sydney, that she was there, to, <laughs> you know, just kind of, you know, to, to really, that she loved you enough to know that, hey, look, no, I'm not going to let you go down like this. No, we're, we're not going down like that. So you mentioned just, a, you mentioned actually several, but can you think of any more like uh, God moments, like, like, um, I know you told me one. I don't know if you remember this when you was a when you were a kid. Something happened with uh, in the mirror. Is that you remember that? It might have been, it might have been my sister. Um, what was that she what saw was an she saw an angel? Cassidy did, yeah. But there was something with you where it was a, like a writing on the mirror or something like that. I think I was too young. But okay, you were, sure. yeah, you was you were really <laughs> little, and it was I, I can't remember the full story. I wish I could remember what it was, but it was, it was pretty powerful. But um, when you were like, when you were at the parties, like at that moment, you know, like what was going through your mind? Did you know, like, this really isn't right. I shouldn't be doing this. Or, or were you just like, Hey, Hey, you know, what was like, what was, was yeah. it like, was you could feel the struggle, you know what I mean? Or like the, the, um, the warring going on. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, every, every day uh, is, you just, you know, it's just this feeling of I don't belong here. You know, I can I can try to fake it and act like I do, but I know I don't. And it's just like this uncomfortable feeling that this isn't where I'm supposed to be. And it's funny because somehow other people see that too. You know, I, 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 I was going to say, write this out. I was gonna say I mean, other people say, man, what are you doing yeah, here? Like, yeah, even, fit in. <laughs> even non-believers. I mean, of, of course I had, you know, my, my band of believers that clearly knew I didn't belong in that situation. But I also even non-believers that you know were friends of mine or roommates in college they knew that hey like why aren't you like us why why don't you want to do this or like they could just tell that I was almost set apart and I'm not gonna that's it. That's it. do that either that's it that's it we, we it's, it's like yeah you're set apart and even though you try you you just don't fit in because God didn't mm -hmm. make you to fit in you know mm -hmm. he didn't make you to fit in and so I think it's important that um, you know, your walk with Christ that, you know, you realize you're not going to do everything perfect. None of us do. 
None of us do. We all have moments and slips ups. And I think it's very bold of you to share, you know, some of those things and, you know, not try to act like, well, I've been perfect all my life. No, we've all done stuff. You know, we all have. But the amazing thing is that the grace of God, the mercy of God, his love towards us, it never fails and it never ends. So can you share with the with the audience looking kind of like, you know, being on both sides, okay, being saved, not really committed. And then now looking at the importance of serving the Lord, even even at a at a young age. And I think that's pretty, you know, remarkable because I know, you know, like in the college campuses, it's a lot of times where people lose, you know, what what they have, you know, uh, mm. what they've been taught because of just the pressures of, you know, everything's out. There's no parents around, you know, I can do what I want to do, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But just the importance of serving the Lord, um, you know, in this day and time, talk to the other, you know, maybe some young men listening or young people listening and just encourage them um, in serving the Lord in this day and time. Yeah. No, I mean, I think in a lot of ways, you know, I wish I could say it's a, I have to be disciplined. And of course there's some of that, but some of it's, I don't really have a choice. You know, after that moment, I talked to you about here in Tennessee, it's like, he revealed his love to me. I had no choice, but to follow him and make him my priority. It's like, I know how much goodness comes out of that. And once you live in for it, for just even a little bit, you see that, well, I've got no other choice because this is just by far the most fruitful path forward. And that certainly doesn't mean it's not without its struggles, but just in this last year, I mean, it's been just the most incredible year of my life, just seeing all the, just look, the little things just on a daily basis of just following him and how, you know, there can be a storm around me and I can be struggling with, you know, whether it's my job or relationships, whatever, but if he's the focus, it's like, I can be in the eye of that storm. And if, if, um, if I find myself in him, then I know it's going to be all right. And to jump back to the podcast, yeah, I mean, my, me and a buddy down here that I've known for a while, we're going to start a podcast. And the reason we're doing that is we think specifically men and young guys our age, we think it's just no one wants to talk about Jesus. It's not the cool thing to talk about, even if you're saved. And so we've found that in our group of saved guys, we don't ever talk about Jesus. And we think that it's an opportunity to normalize guys of our age talking about Jesus and about how cool he is and how it's cool to follow him and live a lifestyle of purity. Amen. That's true. You know, I think so much so because, you know, the world that we live in, you know, it's trying to push out the values of the past, which, you know, most of them were stem in scripture, you know, in the word of God. And so it, it almost <laughs> seems like it's like you're weird because, you know, you serve the Lord or, you know, what have you, but Mm-hmm. Hey, to know where you're going <laughs> once this thing is there once it's a close you know mm-hmm. it's like there's nothing in this world that compares to the presence of God to the power of God and to the things of God and just like you said that was so eloquent how you said that say it again it says that if 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 he's the focus then I can be in the eye of the storm <laughs> What was the rest of that you said you remember? I don't know. I think that was the Holy that Spirit. That was good. Talking, I have to go. I, that was really good. That was really good. I, that, oh, I can't no. that. You said I can be in the eye of the storm and go through anything. I think that's what you said. Yeah. That, yeah, that is yeah. so good that, that, you know, we have to keep our focus on Christ as the world around us is growing darker and darker and darker. And mm-hmm. just like you said, even like with, with men, young, old, you know, 
just men, period. They need that brotherhood. They need that, you know, that connection with other men to be strengthened and just to be encouraged and to know that, hey, God is going to get us through whatever, whatever we face, whatever we go through. And so I think that's very, very awesome that, you know, you guys uh, do that and that you encourage other men to, um, to do that as well. Now, can you share with us, do you have like a favorite either Bible verse or um, Bible story that mm -hmm. speaks to your heart? Can you just kind of share and elaborate on what your favorite one is? Yeah, it is. It's uh, the 91st chapter of Psalms. And oh. I think that's, that's influenced heavily by uh, you and your mother. Yes, uh, yes. I don't have it pulled up here, but that's just been, uh, just, it's just been my rock of, you know, the Bible. Like anytime I'm battling just anxious thoughts or fear, you know, I've, I've, I've struggled with anxiety before here and there. And that's just, I go to that verse. I've got it. I've got it bookmarked on my, my browser on my phone and just, it, it gets me out of any situation. Just reading that, I'll just repeat it out loud. And it's got so many just truths in it that if, if, if I call the Lord, my God, that he's not going to let any harm come come near my tent that's right amen that's right that's hey i forgot about that yeah I, adam as a kid uh, he was very very was it shy timid yeah all of yeah, that yeah didn't like new situations mm -hmm. you know just very uh like in a box i guess you could say just closed mm -hmm. in uh i remember that um but mom and i both could see even as a young child that the hand of the lord was upon you you know, and that God's hand was upon you and that, um, you know, God, had, you know, there was something special about you and something special, you know, that God wanted you to do. So the 91st Psalms, yes, that is that is a go to and it's just has um, profound promises from the word of God that, you know, the key is we got to stay in the secret place of the mm -hmm. most high. And if we do that, then we'll abide under the shadow of the almighty. And mm -hmm. it's like you said, it, it to me, one of the things is nothing will come nigh me or my dwelling. So mm -hmm. that whatever's connected to me, whatever's, you know, the God's going to cover all of that and protect, take care of all of that. And so truly, definitely, you know, um, profound promises for us to to, to stand upon. Um, you know, God is just so good. And all that he has uh, done and he's kept us. And, you know, just like you said, we got to be thankful for the small things, the little things. And having an attitude of gratitude will help us to not get depressed or not, mm -hmm. you know, because if we if we look at the news all the time and we look at, um, you know, just the things that are taking place in the world day to day, it's something new every day. It will be as depressing and it will have you as we continue to look to Jesus. We continue to look to God, continue to keep our focus on him. He'll keep us and he'll sustain us because, you know, just like I tell people, sometimes they shy away and don't want to, but it, we're living in the last days and we're the last days generation. And, you know, say, well, we're here. We're here. And because we're here, God knew that we'd be able to withstand, you know, what whatever comes and whatever happens. But we got to continue to minister and preach and teach in any way, in any capacity, any way that we can. And so I think it's very great that you guys got a podcast name yet or. We don't. So I can't plug it yet, but. We're okay. On. Can't plug it yet. All right. Maybe <laughs> we'll have to have you back once you do plug it so that we mm -hmm. can uh, send some people, you know, your way. So just 
just, you know, it's just a blessing to be able to um, let God use you, you know, in that capacity and in that way. So do you have a word of encouragement for the people? Just a, just a, a final word of encouragement. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, uh, so this morning, actually, I was, I was reading Leviticus and I, uh, going to a Christian school, I've probably read the old Testament its entirety throughout random stories and over the years, but, uh, for the first time, I'm actually through the Bible in the year app. I'm, I'm reading yeah. the new Testament and so I'm in Leviticus and this morning, uh, I think it's Leviticus chapter four. It is just kind of talking about uh, some of the rules they had to do for the sin offerings and involved, you know, just sacrificing lambs and, and goats and all sorts of different things to atone for sins under Moses. And I think it just spoke to me this morning because it's to a lot of people, it's a very dry chapter and it repeats itself. But my takeaway was it's incredibly complex. The things they had to go through to reach forgiveness and, uh, you know, they had to kill the animal a certain way. They had to do certain things with the blood, put it on horns. And it just, I think what I drew from it is it just how grateful I am that after Jesus, the ultimate, the lamb of God that was perfect was slain. Oh, yes. We, we, uh, we have forgiveness just readily available to us. And I think that right there is just something to have so much gratitude about and something I'm choosing to have gratitude about uh, that, our our forgiveness it's it's come before us and so even when we sin we just have to come with a humble heart and call in the name of god and that sin's already been forgiven before we were even born and i just i just think that's incredible because it's such a stark reality of what it was like before christ and so that's my encouragement today i know it encouraged me and i'm hoping maybe it can encourage somebody else yes and i'm going to put a plug in if there's anybody out there right now that is listening to this podcast and you don't know jesus as your personal lord and savior you say well i've done a lot of things and i'm just so bad you're not too bad because god loves us unconditionally and if you don't know him and you've never given your life to him today is your opportunity now's the time just as adam said forgiveness has been made available it's a gift all you have to do is receive it. You just ask Jesus into your heart, forgive, ask him to forgive you of your sins and he will wash you and make you new. So if you, if that's you and you say, I've just stumbled across this podcast, who is this kid I'm listening to? Who is this, who are these people? But you didn't, you didn't stumble by accident, but you stumbled because God wanted you to. And so just say this prayer with me right now. Just say, Lord Jesus, I come to you now as humbly as I know how, realizing that I am a sinner in need of a savior. I ask you to forgive me of my sins, wash me and make me new and show me how to serve you with my whole heart. In Jesus name I pray, amen. If you've said that prayer, be sure to message me and let me know. But if you have, um, get in a good church that's in your area where you can learn and where you can grow. But you say, well, right now, right now, God can forgive, he has already forgiven your sins. But as you ask him just to come into your heart and realize that, that you're now born again. And so with that in mind, Adam, if you will close us out with just a word of prayer, I would so greatly appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Father God, we just thank you for just exactly who you are. We just thank you that you are so great and you're so gracious and you just love us so much. We're so thankful and grateful that we can 
somehow share presence with you that we can have you live on the inside of us through the Holy Spirit, God. We are just eternally grateful to be able to be that close to you and how powerful you are. God, we thank you for just sending your son to die for us, God. We thank you for that sacrifice. And we look forward to just spending eternity with you in heaven, Father, and just basking in your glory and your goodness, Father. I thank you for this podcast and everybody that will reach. And I just pray that you would send your Holy Spirit after them to move and prick their heart to come to know you, Father, in your holy, precious name. Amen. 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 Well, thank you so very much, Adam, for joining me today uh, yeah. to have you back in the future. And um, remember the words in Romans 10 and 17. It says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Be sure to share this episode with someone in your life. Also, share on your social media outlets. And I would love for you to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and be sure to subscribe to my new YouTube channel. You can find the links to all my pages by visiting my website at www.paulacornette.weebly.com. God bless you and hope that you will take time to listen again soon. Thank you.